How Long Gone is here. I'm Jason. That's Chris recording live uncut from Glendale. Kind of the ashes of the GQ man of the year party are starting to finally settle. I just got my windows tinted for an early Christmas present this weekend. Jason thinks he's more important than he is and he shouldn't be recognized when he's going to a Whole Foods in the suburbs. But I'm glad that you're worried about those thugs running up on you. It has nothing to do with thuggery. It was literally like it w- the next the uh, on Friday when when I was not feeling super well mm-hmm. after drinking a lot, and yeah, like I got so, we got so drunk at the after party for that that I that we got in a fight over something very funny. <laughs> <laughs> I'll go. I'll, okay. I guess we could, but, but so you're saying you okay? So you're saying at over forty. You you and your <laughs> wife to be got into a fight due to alcohol consumption. You did you don't say that is correct. This is when I go back to the fact that cocaine is just necessary. You know what I mean? It would have honestly, it would have straightened us right That's out. That's what I'm saying. Sometimes you need RIP takeoff. You need a straightener. All right to take off. <laughs> yeah, I mean, cocaine is literally the hand that reaches into the the bog of quicksand as yes. it's about to take you. And pulls you right back out. It says, come on, come on back in, brother. It says, you can come drive home. Come on back home. in, brother. We should start a restaurant, You brother. can drive home. It's no problem. Yeah, you can totally drive. <laughs> I feel totally fine. I feel totally fine. The valet is right. It's right here. Um, well, when I, I open. Yeah, well, we'll I'll, I'll mark that, that we should tell that story later. But no, like the next day, she was just like, I'll get you, I'll get your windows tinted for, Chris, for one of your Christmas presents. And I'm like, all right, all right. Sounds cool. And then I, I hit up Vic, our driver. Mm-hmm. And he's like, this is not bad. Yeah, Vic, there's a few. If I need to buy an unlicensed 9 millimeter, mm-hmm. I need to get the windows tinted, or I need to get something just a general threat kind of handled, mm-hmm. I feel like Vic could do that. He's not going to hurt anyone, no. but I feel like he's got some guys that could kind of talk to you sternly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No uh, no body shots, no bruises. No, no, no. No, no phones, no, uh, no, you know, put a mask on or whatever. Put on your shysty. Yeah. <laughs> put on my Bodhi baklava x dover street balaclava is yeah now now anytime i see people wearing those in the like post-covid society i'm just like oh this is a robber it doesn't like now not in a post-covid society in all societies for year this is a this is a bit that i've worked on forever that has no thing like no, nobody buys. Nobody has bought a ski mask for skiing since 1978. That's it's only. It's like it's like spray paint. Like one person a year buys yeah, spray paint yeah. for a non graffiti. I mean, you don't obviously. You're not associating with quite as many um, ski and snowboard enthusiasts as I am. Yeah, where that could come into play. Um, no, I follow a lot of snowfluencers <laughs> on Instagram, and I see a lot of hats. I see a lot of goggles, but I don't okay. see a lot of. Full so you're saying covered you, ski masks. You would mix the Volcom flat brim beanie with the Gucci goggles and be all set for the mountain. Uh-huh. Okay, so you don't need that's. I mean, I understand that. I'm just saying that. Yeah, they're for doing crime, but I'm saying we went through a phase where everyone was covering their face in unfortunately creative ways mm-hmm. that were. Um, I, I just want to say is now if you I were think the, you like that rebellious spirit though. No, I, I think there's I think all the people that made creative masks their personalities, I bet they tried to forget about it, but I am never gonna let you forget how corny you were. Well, I agree. I think that when people wear the baklava, balaclava, the just the Nike balaclava on the head, 
and they have s- sauce to it, then mm. it's cool and it looks good. But when you have the honky guy who's got the fucking stars and bars, mm-hmm. Punisher skull, like the what's that called? The gator. The gator. Like the gator is just like a, a racist balaclava. There's, there's nothing more white than wearing like the camo gator to go into the fucking 7-Eleven, keeping it, keeping it upright mm-hmm. below your eyes. It's just some... All the non-racist members of special teams forces blue seals those don't exist seals, those don't exist but seal I'm, team six green yeah. berets all the when they first started wearing those gators uh-huh. which i don't love that name because it's spelled with a d isn't it or a t no i think it's g-a-i-t-e-r-f you know what i mean uh, yeah, yeah, i yeah, think yeah. i think at one point they're like we need this gator because we're about to infiltrate an yeah. isis stronghold and we mustn't be identified and it was just a plain one. Maybe it'll have your unit number on there. Mm-hmm. But then all these racist fuckers. This, fucking is, what, this is what happens. Sometimes, sometimes. You get a Baltimore Orioles gator and fuck it all up for <laughs> sometimes everyone. Sometimes people steal the swag and don't use it for good, Jason. How about this one? The balaclava, the the Nike balaclava, the we call, it, we call it the Bobby Schmurder over here, but I, that's fine. How about this? What if it was involving a more millennial forward color a peach a canary yellow okay so you want to take all right so you want to i think the fact that it's just like all black yeah you want to go audrey gelman on these hoes and give it a wing style makeover i don't know i mean there's a lot of colors out there and when you see (laughs) damn bro that's crazy you're right there are a lot of colors out there bro you're such a fucking criminals often like to wear criminals and people that work on stage productions you have to sort of wear Mm. your all black so you we allow our crew on how long going tour to wear whatever color they feel is like expresses their personality. The fuck you would fuck we do. <laughs> you, say, you better show me stage blocks or, or them, you take a walk. Them black five hundred ones better be tailored too, bro. I don't want to see you in some little. I don't see Not little the faded ass ones either. Yeah, no, new no, shit, crispy new shit, no vintage over here. Um, yeah, so get. A, I mean, just a nice cream. You know, a nice eggshell. Well, I think the problem is with that, because it's so close to your nasty mouth, it could, some staining could happen. I think black is the, is the most, you know what I mean? I might get some of my June shine, rosemary, Meyer <laughs> exactly. lemon I know the, around the mouth hole. <laughs> I know that you could get, yeah, you you, you could get some of your. A little bit of, of that Polynesian sauce. Yeah, when you it. get, when you spill kombucha on your Nike gator, it mm-hmm. is not, the, that smell is not coming well, out. Well, I guess we're going home now. <laughs> you got it, you got it. <laughs> god damn it babe i've been waiting all week to go to home depot and now you that's spilled when your babe says well you brought an extra didn't you yeah you gotta buy i told you you should always bring it if you start introducing those colors you're gonna have to sell them in three packs which could cut into your margins oh damn well let's get calvin on the horn yeah for sure um well yeah we did we had a big week of events and activations i'm feeling like a shell of myself and i didn't even drink um, so I can only imagine how bad your ass is feeling, Jason. I feel about as good as me. Just, you know, all the stuff about me, mm-hmm. my age, my height, my weight, mm-hmm. my overall nutrition and physical level. Mm-hmm. Throw 11 vodka sodas on. No, th- is it vodka or tequila? Throw seven vodka sodas and five tequila sodas mm-hmm. on there. Shake, shake well. Mm-hmm. So I feel like... It's- <laughs> you're shaking that your insides are all mucked up that's for sure but i think that the um the gq man of the year party was um something to behold and i think that the my major takeaway from the event is the uh insane mix of celebrities from all different disciplines and walks of life Mm -hmm. coming together 
at the beautiful Ian Traeger designed West Hollywood edition mm-hmm. to celebrate uh, Brendan Fraser and an F1 guy mm-hmm. and uh, Zoe Kravitz, who is a woman. And um, don't forget about Pusha T. Well, Pusha T just won big fit of the night. He wasn't a man of the year. Yeah, but I don't want to get you confused with some of the awards. But and, he was being celebrated that night, though. He was being celebrated, and let's not forget friend of the show, the kid Leroy. Honestly, he was the coolest person there. I went from being a kid Leroy, <laughs> not whatever the opposite of a sympathizer is. Yeah, to being like, okay, you're the only person at this party who I uh, who the I kid like. Leroy, the kid Leroy in full Balenciaga playing acoustic to a room of people who didn't care. Uh, and pulling it off is tough. And he sounded, he sounded he had good. honey in his voice. He sounded good. Fucker. I mean, that's what happens when you're a 19 year old Australian, you know, and your chick's got 5 million followers on TikTok. You know, life is good. I w- yeah, we went out to go smoke a cig while they were in the backstage ready to go on, which was just the sidewalk on, on Sunset Boulevard. And I didn't, we didn't know who they were. I was like, I've seen these. Oh, I know before. who he was. It was him. It was his- Kerwin. Kerwin, our boy Kerwin, friend of the show, Kerwin, big Adidas. Another Frost. person who I went from being a Kerwin hater, not a hater, but just like the, really? I, I feel like, he, like, did he get canceled or something like that? Did he touch some chick? I don't know. But whatever, I, that is in the past, and he's fallen into my good graces. I'm a Kerwin fan now. I, unfortunately, will still make fun of everything he makes, but also I am a fan. It's a, yeah. it's confusing for me. But the kid Leroy, and he had a guitar player who's one of those kind of like, guys that i recognize because he looks stupid Mm -hmm. but then it's also i think he he's dating or did date like addison ray Mm -hmm. you know so he's he's doing pretty well for himself considering he looks like a like he looks like a 13 year old goth daughter he looks like a 13 year old goth daughter but he also looks like he found out about kurt cobain six months ago and was just like bro i need a mohair cardigan with a hole in it stat (laughs) you know um (laughs) But they sounded fucking good. I got to give it to them. They sounded great. And that is that's good. an almost impossible that's an impossible kind of setting for a performer to do a good job in. Yeah. It's it's no one is paying attention to you. You're not loud enough mm-hmm. because you have to do it. You can't bring your whole band cuz no one's going to pay you that much and there's not enough space. Mm-hmm. So it's a very difficult thing to pull off and I have to give a shout Kid Leroy wearing full Balenciaga looked yeah. like it was 14 sizes too big for his little ass. It worked perfectly. He looked good. He looked good. He they looked were cool. my fa- they were my best dressed at the party. Oh wow! I didn't, you know, I didn't think about my best dressed, but I was, you know, who I was really okay. So nobody was dressed well at that party, including me. I mean, I think pe- no offense to everyone there. No, I think people overall looked cool. I just think that there's there's no like I when when it goes that route, I think it's just like wear a Chloe suit. Bailey. I think you should just wear a suit and look nice. Yeah, and I think unfortunately people try to get creative, and that's that's when Terry Crews pulls out the the cream overcoat with the exactly. hunter turtleneck. Yeah, exactly. It. Like honestly, when I saw Will po- post the picture of the four guys that work at GQ, I was like, damn, these guys actually look the best because yeah. they're just wearing different versions of suits that fit them well. They're not trying to wear a fur. Yeah, or- Sam Hines always going to be the best dressed person. <laughs> that's the, the problem. That's the problem. But on the so Jason and I were able to walk the red carpet, and we were directly behind friend of the show travis barker and his his uh beautiful (laughs) blushing bride uh courtney kardashian they almost smiled once they almost smiled but what we saw that maybe you guys didn't get to see at home following along on instagram or gq.com is that travis walked the red carpet in in a jacket that had a train a long train Oh yeah, um, it was a six footer. The the kind of thing that if Jason and I were friends with him, we would have picked it up 
<laughs> in a joking way and walked down the red carpet and that photo would have gone viral. I didn't. But I since didn't, we're not friends with him, if I did kind of <laughs> yes, even yeah. go down to try yeah. and lift up the train as a friend or as a joke, I'm assuming a sniper on the yeah. roof of the Sofitel would put a red dot Courtney's, on me. Cor- Courtney's security would have pistol whipped you uh, and kind of dragged <laughs> you out of there. Uh, and, and We wouldn't have gotten our photo taken. But but you you told me that you found out that this look of, of Travis's had a name. Well, this could... Someone sent me a DM. I don't remember. I got a lot of them. But there was it was a, a friend of the show or a listener, and they just replied to the... Because I posted a picture of kind of the back of his head zoomed in. Yeah. And it looked like it was just this big, giant fur coat, and then this goofy head covered in tattoos like yeah. he's in a fucking lowrider club and not... At the, pal- yeah, bro, the Palisades. Don't come for Mr. Cartoon Carson's. like that, bro. Do not do that. <laughs> no, I'm saying it looks Dr. Norm- Wu listens to this show. Travis's head would look <laughs> normal on, mis- on Mr. Cartoon yeah. or anybody who has those things, not a white guy from Fresno. Bro, who he has still has more dollars. 64 Impalas that can jump than you do. That's a so good point. But it's stolen Cholo Valor. 100% stolen Cholo. Cholin Valor. <laughs> and all edgar's assemble take his little ass down his last name is barker no travis hey barker and, and you know who else was with him his his son landon was walking the carpet little twink uh <laughs> he looked cute he was the hottest chick there he looked good well, yeah so I, I took a picture of that and he had blah 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 and then somebody replied replied to that story and they just said travelanche <laughs> And I was like, I hope you're referring to this is the train uh, that he's wearing. Yeah, it's a travel ant. It's a it's a black diamond mountain yeah. of fur that kind of cascades down to the floor of the Edition Hotel. We were so it was us, uh, third Mike, five yo foreign. He said, yeah. So it was, it was Travis and Courtney, five yo me, Jason, Cassie, David, Rachel, Senate. That's the line. And Fabio's. Um, first AD. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Fivio's team was there. Fivio is is now bidding to be. He said he wanted to be the third best friend in, in this crew. Was his exact <laughs> words to me. Um, I love seeing every time we see <laughs> we see Fabio Foran. I feel like it's it's like the rule of threes. We I've seen him out twice already, and the third time he will actually remember me. Well, I think it's the kind of thing where he, he, the publicist whispers to him, and he's mm-hmm. like, "Oh, hell yeah, these are my favorite white boys." You know, and shout he, out to his publicist. Shout out to the whole team over there for keeping us. Keep, You're the best, but keep, it's a very Veep style move. Hundred percent Veep where style. Where Fivio kind of walks around Dallas Barbecue mm-hmm. and the PR in the ear. Mm-hmm. That's uh, Secretary of State. Uh, hundred percent Veep body man. But yeah, and then once inside, though. The party is, it really is, everyone... Well, let's not skip all the red carpet stuff, Chris. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I didn't mean to keep moving. When you approach the check-in desk, they give you a black oh, card yeah, 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 or a yes, white yes. card, and the black card means you're welcome to... This is to, a yin and yang situation. You're welcome to please enjoy the party, the, yes. the open bar, yeah. and there are some... Uh, our, the, our friends over at Smart Water, uh, of course, they did a great job providing... Uh, hydration to thank the whole you to crowd. jennifer aniston and her whole team for kind of keeping me keeping me hydrated yeah and you can kind of go to all the areas inside the party sure, that you kind sure. of want to if you have the black but there's card. one area you can't go to if you're given the the cursed black card if you have the white card then you're allowed to walk the red carpet i wouldn't say allowed i would say invited to <laughs> i think is a nicer way to put it with open arms with open arms please come through until you meet the security guards guarding that <laughs> yes and then it's a little less lenient perhaps. Yeah, yeah 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 so they did not love the idea of a plus one mm-hmm. i don't know who over there at the gq corporation whoever there at conde 
fumbled this bag and only failed, or I guess they failed to give you the white card and they failed to have your name pre-printed yeah, out. Of all the, the people, the, the as the person who orchestrated our invite to this party. Oh, it's sweet irony. And this is, it is classic sweet irony. I was unfortunately not invited <laughs> to touch the black carpet mm-hmm. in my Tom Brown uh, cutoff yeah. black tie look. Mm-hmm. And you're clam diggers. And we just decided like, and we tried to explain to them. And they're like, yeah, sorry. And it's like, I was a little less spirited in that because I was already kind of holding the, I only card. tried once. I was like, I think there's a mistake. It's yeah. like when you go to the Delta and, and you have first class and your chick does <laughs> yeah, it. Yeah. You're, you're like, like, is there anything we can do? No. Okay. All right, all right, yeah, tried, <laughs> I tried, baby. I'm sorry. It's po- nine, after nine 11. What can you really they do? They said it's not possible. They said it's not possible. They said, take off your shoes, you know? <laughs> Um, and so, but and I, make those three bags. We need those to be two. But I was, I was determined to, uh, do this with Jason. So we did, we just, we walked up and mm-hmm. the cooler, the amount he- of, the amount- <laughs> cooler heads prevailed. The amount of times that we had to say that Chris said that we're partners and we <laughs> yeah. have to walk. Bro, we red- do this together. What do you mean? We had like to best, walk the red carpet together. The best, the best, we're yeah. The, the best part was that these guys are just like. Dude, I don't know who either you fucking idiots are. Like, I don't. It's just no sweat off my back. Honestly, I'm surprised that any of you are even talking. Yeah, to that, me right the now. vibe was definitely like, I don't want to hear you explain this because I don't care. Just go. It's mm-hmm. too because the thing is, is that I think that it would have. There was a big line in the emails leading up to the event about like no publicists, like no. Yeah, yeah. You yeah. can't. You're plus one. You're 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 whoever you bring. Fabio this, said what. You can't bring a ball. Yeah, he showed up with six guys. He doesn't care. <laughs> but you, it's like you don't. You can't bring your publicist because I think that the vibe at these events sometimes can be celebrities and like publicists on their phones. Yeah, yeah which yeah. obviously isn't the best vibe. Yeah, we want people to mix and mingle and make a new friend. It's like, hey, here's eleven women that Hassan Minaj and James Blake can have sex with. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And you'll introduce each other, and it's a, it's a whole nice Minaj, little thing. Uh, Hassan Minaj, unfortunately, worst dressed. One of. Yeah, he was look, kind of looking like a nutcracker, but he was the only what not the only, but one of the few people that I I spoke with and then dapped him up because his last special was Yeah, and he's a nice ta- he, about he's him. like he, a nice talented normal person. He also I feel like he came there alone. I think he did come there alone, yeah. which is a power move. Yeah, he, he's pro- obviously probably a, a Lyft pink member. Yeah, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah. You get some free upgrades. He saved like that. plenty that night. But the the mix of yeah, the mix of celebrity from the like I look over and it's Trippy Red, mm-hmm. Polo G, and Moneybag Yo, <laughs> and they all have camera guys and they're just smoking blunts with sunglasses on. Yeah, and then it's Pierce Brosnan, his two gay sons, oh. Brendan Fraser. And and like Maggie Rogers, like watching. I'm like, this is a lot of this is a lot of mixture. I think that's kind of the fun of it. I, I agree. It was it was honestly staggering the amount of the amount of like high just all over the place. And then it's like you know I'm seeing I meet I'm I'm talking to Jesse from the neighborhood and he introduces me to some guy. I'm like, who the fuck is this guy wearing this little suit with his little mustache? And yesterday <laughs> I click on his name. I'm like, oh, it's John C. Riley's son. Oh, you know, really? it's that is that that is. Nothing makes it more Hollywood than me meeting like five guys who I don't know and being like, oh, that's Jack Nicholson's grandson. That's right, John right, C. Right. Riley's son. You know, it's that. It's it- funny because, and also it'll happen as we get older. And there's some, obviously yes. not you because you have your finger on the pulse of the entertainment biz, but like my partner and I, we're walking around and there'll be like, 
my like, like Carolyn will be like, who the fuck is that? I'm like, that's Charlie Puth. And she's like, hmm. They wanted me to like style him sometime. What does he do? I'm yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Honestly, I don't even know what he does. I think he makes music, but like he's one of the most famous people in the world. Yeah, he's he's famous for. And he would just walk by you and be like, I don't know. he's only famous for doing more gay baiting than we do. But he also does make and write music that is popular. But then the the twink from Abbott Elementary walks by and and she'll be like, oh my god, I didn't I didn't this really guy have who any has seven thousand followers. I didn't really have any oh my gods uh personally no oh my well let's see i mean we had the amount of former guests not even bo burnham not bo burnham <laughs> he's very nice though he's he is very nice. Nice. He's nice yeah bo burnham showed up with with phoebe platonic yeah. of course uh of course and i but i don't know yeah i'm trying to think if there was any Sorry. you know you know my heroes are a little different than than maybe so, yeah you were hoping to see a few more members of the american military force there <laughs> exactly i'm like first responders you know what when you guys get to board first i stand up and fucking clap good to see <laughs> you guys and let me get you a free drink that's who i think the man of the year is <laughs> the u.s marines so you're telling me that this man of the year is some actor okay <laughs> Not on my watch, boy. That guy has never seen any live ammo. Okay. So, None. So, uh, Carolyn, she she met Terry Crews, and she let me know that <laughs> she was taller than him. Yeah, of course. But of it's course. not of course. I mean, I've met, I've, I've tangled with Terry in the Equinox bathroom before, and he come, he almost comes up to my waist. But when you see him on TV, he looks like fucking no, no. Arnold Terry, Schwarzenegger. Terry, Cru- Terry Crews. Terry Crews is clearly wider than he is long. True. You know, he, wider with a D and a T. Yeah. <laughs> Got him. <laughs> uh, my apologies in advance. Uh, yeah. I mean, Alex was a little more. Alex was weirdly into the push a T thing, and I was like, "Who likes push a T that much?" And I guess it's just Eclipse Holdover, which I can kind of relate to. Um, I mean, Pusha T, he's a great rapper, very talented, of course. But there's nothing about, like, if I see Pusha T hanging out, it's just like... He's too available. He's just a guy wearing sunglasses and standing around. He's too available. You don't get the vibe that you, if you go up and be like... What's up, Pusha T? How you doing? He's, Actually, he's no, not I think, going to be entertaining. No, to talk I think to. he might be a pro. I think that's part of the reason that he's succeeded in this world. You know, I think it's like he gets all these invites because he's like cool and normal. He I was. Hope you're he right. was he was wearing Tom Brown. I think I was wearing Tom Brown. I, I don't want to say better. No. Well, what happened was he was wearing a great, let's put it in car terms. Okay. A nice drive it off the lot S500 mm-hmm. Mercedes Benz. Great car. Looks awesome. Yeah. But you're like, okay, it's it's off the rack. Yeah. But there's not, if, you, if we're going to get hardest fit of the night, I want to see a little more. So you're saying that maybe I took it West Coast Customs. I'm, you definitely did an extra step of making your own flavor, cutting off the shorts. You know, it's a polar. My and DMs, to, half, half the people are like, the fuck? And the other half are like, he low-key freaked it. You know, like, at least you're doing something, accessorizing with some crazy things. You know, the eye is drawn to it and not just like, I'm wearing a black yeah, suit. Yeah, I think he looked good. Like, he looked great. Of course like, he it looked fit good. Him well, you know, but I did. The story of the Tom Brown is great because they, they sent me both a pair of tailored pants ready to go mm. and a pair of unhemmed pants that they said chop them <sighs> so i had the option and i went to mr kim our, our tailor over at la brea cleaner shot to mr kim mm-hmm. and the confusion on his face when i was like cut these off right like i tried them on i was like all right cut them off right here and he's like hmm? 
And he, as as any tailor, he brings out the big shears and then he clips. And I'm like, "All right, bet, bro. Thank you." And he's like, "What? We're done? <laughs> give me ten dollars." I was like, "Okay, we're giving." Okay. He like went to go over to the sewing machine. I'm like, "No, bro, we're finished. We're finished. They cut up." I mean, put yourself in his shoes. Agreed. But I feel like if you're a tailor in Hollywood for thirty years, you've probably seen. I mean, I've seen it all. But yeah, I mean, I think that the the stuff I have to do to Angeline's clothing just oh, to I can't have it fit. Do you know what I'm what I'm able to do with latex now after all this experience? But yeah, it was. Mister Kim has to keep sewing in size two tags on this <laughs> on size fourteen. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was a it was a fun party, and I think we got yeah. There's a lot of guests. There's a lot of former How Long Gone guests in the building. Oh yeah, uh, writers, yeah. editors, Maggie. I mean, excuse me. Uh, uh phoebe mm-hmm. and rachel and jeremy fivio i mean i'm i'm trying to think of what's like- his name the um from gq who wrote right write all the story oh dan dan riley dan was my favorite guy to talk dan, to dan's so awesome i forgot what his dan, name was dan's the goat and the fact God, that it was great well because dan is actually the guy who writes the big like profiles on these celebrities That's it. well i introduced him to carolyn and i was i was talking to dan i was like oh what's up because we had never met in yeah. person and she's you know bopping around like there go that bitch. That's that motherfucker mm-hmm. from here. Oh my god, I love them. I'm like, oh, this is Dan, a regular white guy. Mm-hmm. And she's like, okay. <laughs> and I was like, he's the guy that GQ calls when it's when it's time to write the big shit. Yeah, when it's time to get deep with the F1 driver. And Dan goes, yeah, that's true. That's me. <laughs> He's like, yeah, Sam Hine can wear his little Bodhi suits and stuff, but I, you know, I have to get in there. You know, mm-hmm. I'm going toe to toe with Um McGregor on mental stuff. <laughs> you know, it's different. But the biggest, the biggest thing, Alex and I were standing there, and we just, we were, we were like directly across from from the power table of Courtney Kardashian, Travis Barker, Megan Fox, Machine Gun Kelly, and we were both, we just didn't talk for like a full two minutes. And I was like, these people, I don't think these people even know each other. Like, no. it, it fe- Megan Fox doesn't speak. Yeah, I watched they're, for they're a just full flowers two minutes. that are put in. Or Travis Barker and MGK are like, bro, man. Like, they're talking because mm-hmm. they just make music together. Those two chicks are not talking to each other. They're not talking to anybody. They're just trying to make sure their faces look as good as possible in case someone takes a picture. Mm-hmm. And I kind of respect it. <laughs> I mean, I guess I respect the hard work and determination, but it's all for what? Megan Fox doesn't look like Megan Fox. Like, Megan Fox literally looks mm-hmm. like an OnlyFans chick you see at Starbucks. She looked like any uh, any number of uh, just explore page. Yeah, she's an explore page hottie now. Hottie, you know? She's turned into an explore page hottie. But which what is- happened? Is that is that with plastic surgery where yeah, you alter yeah. your face so much that you just become yeah. a blank? blank well, that's the problem with the plastic surgery is that everybody starts to look the same, you know? And at one point, I mean, Megan Fox is not my flavor by any means, but at one point, you know, she's like a smoldering fucking hot actress. And now... Yeah everybody is trying to look the same you know if you get the fillers and the lips and the eye you know it's just like yeah, all but right. it's so it's is you come out uh she comes out of the womb look you know a perfect sculpture yes and then uh, you pay somebody millions of dollars to turn this sculpture back into a, a block of wood or yeah it makes no sense go from an ice sculpture of a fucking like flying bald eagle and like you turn it into a cube she literally looks like a chick i would see making too many changes to a smoothie at Erwan. that's literally what she looks like i'm so sorry yeah i, I really hate to do this but chia i'm allergic um <laughs> but yeah it was a, a, but you got lit up 
I got lit up. Well, I was I was in the uh, I was in the bathroom. Speaking of Pierce Brosnan's unfortunate spawn, <laughs> they were one of them was wearing like head to toe like leather chrome hearts, yeah, and the other one was wearing like a velvet blazer or something like that. I don't know. But I was in the I was in the restroom at the lovely uh, West Hollywood Edition Hotel. Shout out to Shrig. And they kind of bust in. Like, I'm in there washing my hands mm. and, like, gathering myself for a moment of solace. Before you, need, I, you need a second before you go shoot your shot. I'm a Virgo. And, yeah. I, you know, I need you. You really wanted to ask Trippy to pass you the blunt, but you needed to kind of make eye contact with Jason and talk to him and kind of get yourself amped up. Make sure Trippy's ready. Make sure you're ready with the 5D and of the course. ring light. Of because course. Yeah. And I'm, I'm, you know, drying my hands, and they, the two sons walk in, and they are ecstatic because they smoked some of the weed with Trippy. Oh, 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 oh! And one of them, one of them was peeing in the urinal, the one with the, with all the chrome heart shit, and the other one was in the mirror, and they were talking to each of them were talking to themselves. This is what happens, bro. You got to amp yourself up. This is like it's like main character, team, yes, yes. whatever shit going on, but. It was so, it was like one of the most bizarre situations I've ever been in. And if I was, you know, 19 years old, it would be normal for me. But the kid with the, that was peeing, he, he, I don't know, something involving his zipper or something like that. But he sort of had to like pull his pants down in Mm. order to use a urinal. His look didn't allow, Mm -hmm. you know, unsheathing his little dong or whatever. So he starts kind of rapping to himself about how his, he has so much chrome on that he can't pull his pants up <laughs> because his chrome his chrome are trousers. Are you saying rapping? Are you saying he's flowing over a, a beat in his own head, or you're saying he's just speaking out loud? Okay, you know, you know, like that <laughs> emoji where it's like the guy who's kind of like doing the shrug, like one eye, like huh? yeah, like yeah, the bro yeah. face, yeah, like the the kind of like um, stereotypical bro selfie face, like uh, kind of thing. It was like that, but they're all talking to themselves. Kind of like when you see like a white rapper guy like who hangs out at Seven Eleven, just like oh, you know what I'm saying? Oh, I got sure. Too much swag on me. And that's like, a no very New listening. York. That's a very New York thing. Like under the breath rapping, just walking down the street. Now, just like damn, I'm really getting this motherfucking fit off, dog. Okay, you know okay. So, so it, was, it was doing that, and then the other guy was looking at himself in the mirror mm-hmm. and sort of narrating how crazy his life is because he just smoked weed. And then they just basically said that same sentence in different ways of like, mm-hmm. I just smoked weed with Trippy Red. Mm-hmm. And it'd be like, yeah, I just smoked gas with Trippy. You know what I'm and saying? And these are. And rich. then, yeah, I just got zooted in a motherfucker <laughs> with Trippy. So these are. I'm off the Zaza with Trippy. <laughs> and they so just did it 20 times. So these are, these are rich 20 year old British children. Yeah, that look they go like to Harvard Westlake. That, that have cheekbones that are truly, <laughs> tr- truly angular, mm-hmm. and their night was made not because they they I don't know had fun or maybe fucked a model or anything. Right. It was because they had smoked weed with a guy who makes Warp Tour rap. <laughs> yes, uh, uh, yes, they smoked weed with the guy who's being currently laughed by a little Uzi. To be fair, I mean, that would have made your night, too, probably. You just wouldn't have had bars about it, and it we would have talked about it on this podcast instead. Yes. I, I would not. I would have too much pride and something to not do that in public. But the, the weirdest thing that I saw was the, the one that was not peeing. He was looking at himself in the mirror. And yeah. you know when people, um, often young women who are taking selfies in the mirror, they'll lift, they'll grab their shoe and lift it up, like, behind 
like that and show it in the mirror so you yes. can see a shoe as well as the fit well, in the photo, which is a normal thing to do. Yeah. When you're taking a selfie, you want to be like, all right, here's my outfit in the bathroom mirror selfie. Maybe I'll put a leg up on the sink so you can see the shoe game. Maybe I'll lift it back you behind gotta see me. My, you got to see the Jordans my NBA player got me. Yes. So he was doing that move. He was grabbing his shoe and lifting it up to look at it in Bro, the mirror. Hell, but hell no. There was no camera. There was no selfie. There was no video. He and was, they were po- he was posing alone, talking <laughs> to himself about how he just smoked weed and just doing different poses. So... <laughs> And I'm standing there next to him, <laughs> one foot away, looking at me like, what they, the fly? Do they try to interact doing? with TJ at all, or are they these guys just no. in their zone? I, 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 a thousand percent, they probably just assumed I was a bathroom attendant. Like, like they're waiting for me to hand them a yeah. paper towel to dry yeah, their hands. Yeah, yeah. You got by. mints or like... <laughs> I don't play this Dyson shit, bro. I just, I just smoke loud. I just trippy. smoke loud with Trippy, bro. You got any? You got any jupe in there? I'm smelling a little funny. You know what I'm saying? God damn it. <laughs> so that was that was an eye opening experience to see to see somebody act like when they see a mirror, their brain goes into that mode. This is this, I'm watching myself on a TV, yeah. and I have to be like, ooh, I'm hitting my shots. I'm hitting my poses. Yeah, I'm, hitting I'm hitting my, my I'm angles. hitting my motherfucking marks. That is that is odd. Oh. It's odd, but it's also not surprising anyway. I think the the odd part is that you're so detached from reality that doing that in a public space mm-hmm. is not a second thought. Like there's no there's no they governor to stop you. They've from, never felt embarrassment before. Yeah, no. That yeah. Well, how could you? You're hot and rich. There's nothing embarrassing. Yeah. When you're hot and rich, there's nothing you can do. That's well, gonna, I mean, one day that little fucker is gonna like wake up and he would like shit his pants or something like that, and he'll he won't know what to do. Yeah, he will. He'll he'll ring the bell, <laughs> and the attendant will come up and kind of clean his nappy, and then he'll be able to hop in the marble bath, and he'll be back. He'll be back in it. He'll put on his Margella robe and kind of be like, "Is the granola ready?" Because <laughs> I honestly, I, I'm I'm gassed the fuck up. <laughs> You're gassed the fuck out. I'm gassed the fuck out. Yeah, I, that's how that's how bad my well, mental is. Well, you want to know how bad my mental is? Yesterday, I woke up and said, what time are we recording? And you're like, bro, it's not. It's not recording. You don't know day. what day it is. So we. I was so happy when I woke up yesterday. And I and my girlfriend told me that it, the day was different. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck yeah. Hell yeah, bro. I got another day of the weekend. This is sick. All right. Let me tell you about the after party. Okay, so just to be clear, this isn't an after party. There was a competing event for Jean-Paul Gaultier going on at the hotel at the same time. I just wanted to, I just want to, because it's strange that who would do that? Why would you do a party the same night as this other giant party? It's confusing. There was a zillion parties that night. Yeah, but there I was mean, a Baz Luhrmann birthday at Chateau. I mean, in the same building though is is. You know. I guess that makes sense because yeah, I think some somebody we know was trying to throw an event there. And they were like treating treating them a little bit like, eh, we don't really care about you. And this friend of ours was like, eh, I'm kind of doing you a favor doing a party at your little janky hotel or whatever. Turns out maybe it's the other way around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's yeah, like yeah, we're yeah. double booked for the man of the year party and the Gautier party. But So you stayed. I We so, left at midnight, maybe 1230. Really? Yeah, we stayed pretty late. Oh, God. I was having too much fun I didn't, chatting. I, that means that we stayed up much later than I realized. I think. I think. Yeah, so there were there was the other there was the Gautier party going on in the in the club area. We were in the restaurant area, and a friend of ours, or a friend of mine from a long time ago, he works there, and he was sort of walking around 
the GQ party sort of hand selecting certain people. This thing's winding down. Come over here. Not unlike how certain people get a white card and a black card. Sure. Certain people from that event were allowed to go down to this Gautier party where the guest of honor was not Jean-Paul, but in fact, Dua Lipa. Yeah. uh, And how does does a, a fellow like me say no to that? Now, my question is, did you meet her, talk to her, any sort of interaction, or did you merely stand in her presence and bask? So we we walked in. Doja Cat ass was playing pool, and I was like, this is going to be a good party. Doja was Doja throwing that thing back while hitting the eight ball in the corner pocket? Yeah, it was. she was looking pretty good. No, yeah. No cap. Um, Dua was there, chilling with no makeup on. Mm-hmm. She looked great, of course. I did not talk to her. Mm-hmm which I did not even attempt to. Was there a man around? She had a little harem of folks, but it didn't seem like there was a romantic They're all gay. interest. They're all gay. Yeah. And there Dua were, Lipa doesn't hang out with guys that aren't gay unless she fucking is my guess. 1,000%. And there were sort of some people in the, in the crowd that would sort of work up enough nerve to be like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I never do this, but I just mm-hmm. have to talk to you for like five minutes or like 11 minutes. And, and then she's very nice, but I, was, I didn't want to do any of that. Did my elbow touch her elbow? Who's to say? <laughs> I did brush past her in an <laughs> unnecessary way. I could have walked around, but mm-hmm. I kind of decided to go through. Stop pushing me into <laughs> Dua, you guys. Stop pushing me. The crowd is so crazy. <laughs> but there is a DJ playing good, like usually pretty good music. He was yeah. playing like some like turned up tropical Rosalia, yeah. just like gnarly shit. So it was fun to dance. And then, you know, he'd play a bad song and then it'd stop. But what how how my <coughs> fiance and i got into a fight and left this is what i wanted to get to and i had forgotten uh-huh. unfortunately until now so let me you guys are drunk as hell mm-hmm. which is usually uh, leads to a fight if it's late night sure and there and you you we don't have anything to straighten us out. you went to the wrong drive through and she's fucking pissed off uh-huh. so what del taco isn't the issue now what is this is the issue we we were hanging out and I had there was a guy that I had talked to at a few times throughout the party, you know, just like, oh, hey, what's up? You know, you it's like tight quarters. You walk past somebody a bunch of times and maybe you'll make a comment. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. Whoever it may be. Sure. We ran into a couple people from White Lotus and, and my girlfriend was like, oh, my God, I'm sorry. I just have mm-hmm. to tell you, you guys are so amazing right now. And they're like, oh, my God, thank you so much. You're so sweet. You know, what's your name? Blah, blah. I had a moment with this guy a few times, mm-hmm. and he's the guy who plays Magic Johnson on the show, the on the Lakers HBO show Bro, Winning all, Time. First of all, this is only funny because you're the only person I know on earth who watched this show and kept telling <laughs> me how good it was. So for you to build with this guy, I'd be like, who the fuck is this? Like, I don't know who this guy exactly. is. Well, here's the thing. I talked to him three or four times and didn't even realize who it was. Oh, okay, 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 okay. So we had, we, I just thought it was just like, you know, you're just one of the countless people here who has a cool actor job and I've never seen the yeah. weird show you're on or whatever. Turns out I have seen the weird show he's on a bunch of times, but I've only seen him wearing like, like 1979 style clothing. Sure. So you, when he's in his, when he's in his Burberry tux, you're yeah. not, you don't recognize him and he's not passing you a drink or anything. So <laughs> well, you if, know that he's there to party. If I didn't have 11 tequilas in me, then I would have been like, Oh, there, there goes that motherfucker. I love your work. Blah, blah, blah. So he was just building with you on some, like we're at the same party. Yes. We're meant to be here. We can chat. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. The same way that I'll talk to an editor or a writer or yeah. a whatever PR person, like, hey, blah, blah, blah. We're, we're having a chit-chat, whatever. We're in the club and we're dancing. And then I tell Carolyn, like, wait a minute. This guy that I've talked to a few times already tonight, that's the fucking guy who plays Magic Johnson on Winning Time, mm-hmm. HBO's Winning Time. Which Winning Time, again, no one watched it, but it seems like Magic Johnson's probably a big character. He is sort of the... It's him and him and Brod, Adrian Brody are kind of the two main guys, I would okay. say. But yeah, he's, yeah, he's the star I don't player like where of the, the I don't like where this is going. Once you bring up Brody, I don't like where this is going. <laughs> this, thank God it doesn't involve Brody. So I'm like... I'm telling Carolyn, like, that's that motherfucker. I'm mm-hmm. winning time, blah, blah, blah. I've talked to him a bunch of times tonight. I got to go over and be like, oh, shit, I didn't realize this was you. You're my fam. You know, I go over and she's like, don't do that. I'm going to do that because she loves winning time and she loves this guy <laughs> in a way that's different than I the, might be. A sure. Fan. I can understand the love being a little different. Very handsome guy. Of course. Tall. He has to play a professional basketball player. Sure. So it's like a, a once again, the better version of TJ almost. Some would say. In many ways. <laughs> aside from the HIV. Yeah. yeah uh, aside from the fake the HIV. Place I've got him beat. <laughs> He's got the movie theaters and all that stuff. But uh, so I go over there. We spend, you know, Let's say 90 seconds. I don't want to take up his time, but I was like, yeah. oh my God, I had no idea this was you. I'm a big fan of the show. You did such a great job. You did an amazing job playing this specific person. I actually live around the corner from Jerry West's son. He mentioned that he thinks the show is a nightmare and he's trying to sue you guys, blah, blah, blah. Anyway, that's what we have in common. I just wanted to say what's up, big fan. Keep mm-hmm. keep doing your thing. Dap him up. <laughs> and we're back on the dance floor listening to chicken teriyaki yeah of course i'm going about my your business. night has your night has moved on and then my bitch says my turn now <laughs> she goes and it sort of turns into in her mind it was a competition well i'm just gonna say based on what i've heard so far <laughs> that she's going to win this competition and hopefully she doesn't win it too too well in lies our problem <laughs> So I did not know that it was a competition, but I mean, if the competition is becoming is like doing a good job at telling somebody whose work you admire that they did mm-hmm. a great job, mm-hmm. get in and get out. I'm thinking this competition is a little different than that, though. Maybe she's in the club uh-huh. and her whole mind goes back to whole times. And it's like I see a, a famous hot celebrity in the club and it's a competition, and I'm going to win. Sure. And you're like, I wasn't even trying to suck. Like, I was just telling this guy I liked his little TV show. That's your chick. I'm not trying to side bus. I don't want... I'm not going to homie hop with you. This is this is all platonic, whatever. So sure. She goes, and she goes and does her thing. I'm dancing around for a couple minutes. And I look back, and she is talking to him like... You know, you could tell that this is this has gone a different way than maybe you would hope. To, she it, has a different look in her eye. Sure, and there's maybe, she's got that dog in her. She has the dog in her, and he might say a joke that's not that funny, and she is <laughs> she's throwing her <laughs> she's throwing her head back. The tequila's hitting. There's a hug. There's a hug happening. Let me get my hug. There's a their arms are sort of interlocked behind each other's backs at this point. He's got the low back hand. You know his hands are nice and big too, so he's got the whole thing. And I'm looking at him. And I I didn't go over there and and be like, "What the fuck, bitch?" Sure. But I let it finish, and I was like, 
what's going on over here? You guys are getting pretty close and blah, blah, blah. And, you know, it wasn't a, a real actual fight. Sure. But it was a kind of like a, we're not really trying to, is this really happening? Is this a, a I'm not in competition with you to try to fuck the guy who plays Magic Johnson. I but think- she wasn't actually trying to have sex with him, but she was like, you thought you were going to get this one, but you ain't getting this one. Sure. So, so she won. So in a shocking turn of events, a hot drunk chick was able to gain the <laughs> affection of a male actor at a party better than you could. Yes, yes, yes. And that is that's breaking news. That's that's something that I wouldn't have expected I to see. I hope all of our listeners are sitting down. In the year of our Lord. He was more into her than me. <laughs> <laughs> so she won. Okay. And have you gotten kind of paid back for this misbehavior? No. Interesting. So there's not a fresh plate of cookies steaming or maybe like your laundry's folded extra nice or something? She did tint my windows the next, the very next day, 12 hours from then. That, so. See, that's what I like about Carolyn. She throws money at the problem just like I would. Mm. She's like, he doesn't want some little home love shit. He, want, he don't want a toppy. He wants windows tinted. But also, she doesn't remember any of this, you know. Of course, but I'm sure you were able to. I'm sure you were able to tell her in detail. I may have remound re- <laughs> her. You're like, hold on, let me pull up my notes app. I have some timestamps. Uh, where were you at two uh, seventeen a.m. on Thursday? I guess it'd be Friday morning. Uh-huh. Technically, Friday morning. My records uh, show something different, actually. Yeah, actually, no, I, I, I witnessed some, the litness, and I must say that's different. Oh, I love yeah. that. So, Damn, that's so funny. So dude. now we're recovered. Yeah, on Friday, what did we do? We went out. We went to Stussy Drees. Oh yeah, Stussy Drees at the Stussy Drees store. What a what a tantalizing collection of denim jackets that have airbrush mushroom on them. You don't understand the Belgian take on California streetwear, and I don't expect you to. Uh, <laughs> I understand California streetwear. You do. No, I don't understand Belgium that much. No, I understand. I, I mean, honest. who does? It's kind of a. It's kind of that. But I was able to. Just build. Emil is the only one. Yeah, I he's know. the only one. We got to build with the homies over there, and Jason was able to. I saw Hamish, my shooter, and Jason had a taco, and then we went to Gigi's for a late night, a little nine p.m. dinner. That's how fucked up our week was. Chris Black willingly chris black made a reservation at a restaurant for 9 p.m i know because it was the only way to do it we and it had nothing to do with like an ical time zone thing where he thought it was six or 4 45 <laughs> which is his normal dining time no, no no it was so we went and nomi was doing a, a talk with an artist at karma don't bro me if you don't know me so we went to that then we met you at stucy drees and then we had to go to the new pub the chap the clap the clap opening and between that there was a window for dinner and that was the window we had to take bro i pulled up to the chap i had i said bartender pour me up a fat guinness pint and he did and it was a good it was a solid guinness and there was a cover band this is a twisted this is like a giant british pub in the middle of hollywood and it had a cover band that featured a member of dropkick murphy's that's not that's not that's a true that makes perfect sense Sebastian, our friend Sebastian, who's in charge of it, got Jason a pint, and then we 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 stood there and watched. Just it's just so crazy how Hollywood works. Like I've only lived here. (laughs) I mean, I've been coming here for a long time, and I've been to many Hollywood nightclub establishments with you and other friends. Mm. The fact that I was seeing people that I recognize as just like 
damn, you are still in the fucking club, bitch. You look mm-hmm. 150 years old. How are you still? <laughs> That's what people say about me. How are you still doing this? Like giving hugs to promoters. I'm like, damn, this is dark. No, like, I never did. I feel so happy that I live in suburbia in Glendale, yeah. where I'm sort of removed. The, and from I want to say this shit was lit. It, it was, was lit. Popping. It was a. They did an amazing job with the space. No, it's really. It was just Evan lit. Funky does does. Did the food menu? What mushy peas, fish and chips? I get the haggis. I get the haggis from Big Dog. You get the haggis from Big Dog. Little what do you think? Fun, what do you think Funky's beans taste like, though? His baked beans. <laughs> yeah. What do you think Funky's beans? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'd love, Funky. Uh, could you imagine him waking up at six a.m.? I gotta go do a brunch shift. Beans on toast. <laughs> Hollywood and Let me do it. God, sorry, babe. I gotta do a proper fry up before I hit the pasta station tonight <laughs> at Mother Wolf. So. <laughs> Uh, I, I have a feeling, I don't know if he's doing beans from scratch. If he is, I commend you, mm-hmm. but uh, you can't really do but so anything the, better than a Heinz 57. So the real tea on the chap, though, is that they got it open in time for the cursed World Cup that I know a lot of you nerds like to watch, but I've been told mm. by a friend of the show, Rory Phillips, that there is they have booked an Oasis cover band Ooh. for Friday, England versus USA, which... Honestly, I might have to go check out. Let's go. It should be fun. Oh, yeah. I'm going to be out of town. Never mind. It, it should be fun. I'll Dan- be sampling Malbec's in the Napa Valley. Yeah, that's good Good for you. That sounds Damn, like- that would be sick. I know. It's a good. It's a great idea. Just go to a Hollywood nightclub on a Friday night, Thanksgiving weekend. It's going to be super. Dude, that's going to be insane, actually. Yeah, it's going to be insane. It's so smart. It's Do you like- know what time of day it's going to happen, though? Oh, good point. I hope it's not one of those. I, I love all my friends that post like the 6 a.m. Mm-hmm. Up for the footy. Guinness at Cafe Select. You know, that's a common <laughs> that's a common photo in my feed. Mm-hmm. I don't know what time I can look into that if it's at. No, but it's not going to be late. It'll obviously be middle of the day, m- most likely. In catter time. Mm-hmm. That's I mean, but then we ended the night. <clears throat> oh yeah at a very special it's at, can't talk about it oh we can't no oh okay no 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 that night never happened i thought we just couldn't take pictures no we can't talk about okay it. Well, that's fine no that's cool i agree but we, I, I was talking to carolyn about it like uh, i love that in 2022 certain people who care about things like that made something and everyone agrees that we don't talk yeah, about yeah, it yeah, we yeah. don't photograph it so it's like this little figment of our imaginations where you're like did we even did it even that? happen and that's the coolest stuff i agree and, that right. was, and I, I was most telling, fun i had all week most fun i had all week by far just sitting in a beep doing <laughs> beep and shout out to our new friends in gustav yeah yeah yeah. we gotta get gustav on the pod gustav's coming on the pod they were really fun and the music is good check them out if you haven't yeah, that's right. But speaking of World Cup, I was doing some research on reading on all the rules in in Qatar, or is it Qatar or Qatar or Cutter. Cutter? Why were you doing that? Because um, I don't know. It was just fat. Well, like I was just watching like a, a FIFA documentary in the sauna. Oh yeah, yeah. Netflix. I was talking about. It yeah. was just like FIFA is the most corrupt, fucked up, corrupt yeah. organization in the entire world. They totally destroyed the whole business. I don't know. It was like less than five years ago or something like that. Like yeah. 17, 2018, something like that. Fully exposed as this giant billionaire scandal operation, blah, blah, blah. And then here we are in 2022 and everyone's like, yeah, just keep doing it. We don't care. Like that part. No one gives a shit. No one gives a shit. But I was reading a, a, an article and they're talking about how the, the ticket sales are low. The streets mm. are empty. 
They had they basically reorganized the entire yeah. infrastructure of the city, built hotels, widened streets, you know, like upgraded airports and all that stuff. People are like I'm gonna watch this on TV. I'm all set because there's oh, and they're interviewing people that actually live there. Yeah, like cab drivers, service workers. Mm-hmm. It's a lot of you know people that work in hotels and businesses and things like that. And there and everyone who like lives in the city as a service worker or whatever. They're like we. Nobody goes outside because it's not worth it. Because there's so many rules, yeah. so many restrictions. It's 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 literally if if I get married and I go on my honeymoon in Qatar, I can't hold hands with my wife in public, or I'll go to jail. Well, and that's I mean obviously, and that's just one petal on the flower. It's very hot there too, so maybe they don't go outside because they like the AC. It's very hot there, and. They they have outdoor air conditioning. Yeah, that's sick. Which is I would which invest. I guess is pretty sick. But so, I mean, like if you you know if you spit on it's similar to Singapore in some of those ways. We're gonna, we're gonna cane your ass if you spit on the concrete. Yeah, and we're not even talking about any you know any you can't be gay, you can't be trans, you can't be anything. And soccer, there, they'll whoop your ass. And football jail. traditionally is you know people are getting kind of rowdy and maybe doing things that the 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 government over there wouldn't approve of. So people are just like, yeah, I'm you're all, not allowed to drink there. I'm, I'm, yeah, it's like I'm all set. I mean, obviously, it's the, the way they got the World Cup is ex- they wrote a giant corrupt check. Of course. You know, and everybody knows that. But if it's not well attended, that's going to look bad. Well, that's that's the only thing that people can do to protest this because they love, I mean, like every professional sports organization, NASCAR, NFL, yeah. you know, they're all corrupt. They're yeah. all fucked up. They're all in the take, but we don't mind it because we love and require sports or else we'll all kill each other and burn this world down. Soccer is the most football is the most popular sport in the world. So we need something like this, but it, it there's no point. I mean, everyone will say yes to a check, but you have to have a line at some point. Well, this is just going to, we is, all have a line. Well, yeah. You know what I mean? They don't. They have to though. This they knew this was going to be bad. They knew this. I mean, but also, not, what at what point does FIFA need more money? It's well, I don't just think like a, I don't think it's a pissing it's, competition between seven elites, right? I don't think it's FIFA. That I think it's the personal. Like I, I don't think FIFA, the organization, is getting these checks cut the way that maybe some of the independent members of the board of directors are maybe getting. Well, I mean, it, it's trickled down and laundered throughout. You know myriad organizations no of course yeah if you don't have a shell company you're broke that's the off, Bro, I, off I top got 12 shells off top no, no I got I'm, a not, dozen. I'm not talking about your graffiti writer arteryx i'm talking about <laughs> i'm talking about shell, real shells I got all bro. the flavors baby <laughs> got all, i got my offshore orange windbreaker <laughs> offshore orange just the new color <laughs> uh but at a certain point it's just like what are, this is football we need a hundred thousand people in a stadium sculling beers and screaming and going crazy and they're like okay let's find the one place in the entire where world cannot where you cannot do, do any of that and let's do that there no you're right it's what's a, the fucking point i mean even get a fat check from any other country i think uh i think what people are doing well jacob my, my friend jacob that was here that we work together he's going to brazil f- during the world cup because it's going to be so lit and so fun and he's like i don't no one needs to go like Right. You don't even need to go there because you can like watch it in a stadium with 50,000 people and get oh. twisted in the country. You know, you don't have to. It's so big that you so don't need you to go. So you could watch from home. Yeah. You could work from home and watch from yeah. home. 
Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. You can go get your Airbnb in Mexico City and kind of, you know, do your little nomad thing. We watched the Super Bowl in Mexico City last year, remember? Oh, that is the most anti-American bullshit I've ever heard you say on this podcast. It was at the Four Seasons. I don't that doesn't make any better. I know it's not that nice. <laughs> it's just American property though. <laughs> I was it, I felt like I was on US soil, like an embassy. Like, like when you cross over customs in Canada and you're in the Let me US. Get a cheeseburger, <laughs> hot dog, french fries. Hey, I'm sorry, sir. We only have guacamole here. <laughs> no, they did in a selection of American items for us white devils. I'm sure those mini hot dogs were delish. All the white people adaptations that they created were truly awful. <laughs> so fucking bad. Like, bro, this is the four seasons though. Uh um, but yeah, it's, I like that the, that people are pro- protesting and not going to it. But I think that I like people. The, prote- that's a, such a good idea. Just go to Brazil where they love soccer. Yeah, it's like going to be lit. The big stadium in Qatar, where they have the final match, yeah. eighty thousand seat stadium. They're going to play seven matches in it, and after World Cup is done, they tear the whole thing down. They built an eighty thousand. I have to say, I have to say, I love that. <laughs> I have to say, I love that. That's Even just, if you create it out of recycled materials, it's still not. Yeah, how many thousands of of people died making that? You know, it's like well, I mean, they, a they, they, I mean, look, they got they pumped a lot of money to the local economy by hi- hiring, I'm sure, local workers to build that. <laughs> and I, I think that that's kind of how you have to look at it, Jason. Instead of your little negative attitude, <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, there may have been. Uh, migrant worker abuse there. I don't know. I don't know either, and that's why I'm not going to speak on that. And that's why I'm never going to go to Qatar. <laughs> I'm sure it was on your list. <laughs> <laughs> Look, if I there's a lot of uh, places where it's just a pile of dirt and tumbleweeds I can go to here in California. I don't need to that's go to Qatar. half of California. It's a beautiful state. Mm-hmm. Uh, I noticed that you saw Steve Jobs Birkenstocks were sold for for two hundred thousand. Yeah, and you were you were wondering who would pay for that. Yeah. I was I was off the edible and I was thinking, that's a steal at two hundred thousand dollars. This this sounds like this it, it literally this is worse than NFTs. Well, this is an NFT, in, if you ask me. Okay, so you tell me how these dirty Birkenstocks that need to be recorked and resold mm-hmm. are. Which beeples. I do have a great guy in, in Pasadena. How are they beeples? <laughs> okay, so. The way that time sort of compounds and moves exponentially. Okay, I'm out. <laughs> in 25 years from now, will sort of be like the equivalent of 300 years from now. You know what I mean? The way sure. Because time. of, yes, we've, yeah, 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 of course. So I, I feel like in 25 years or so, let's say 20, 25 years, the way that technology and AI and machine learning and all this stuff will take over and sort of be our overlords, mm-hmm. whether we like it or not or realize it or not. Mm-hmm. And Steve Jobs will sort of become kind of a god, you know, because he's created he he created all of this. Yeah. So he's going to be a god. Let's say no, he's he'll be Jesus Christ. Okay. I I like all. So of this. imagine in twenty twenty right now, twenty twenty two right now, sure, okay, there was a museum that has Jesus Christ's Air Force Ones, or okay, whatever so, they were, the Christ so, Ones. So you're saying you're saying that the okay, all right. So you're saying the Natural History Museum has the Christ Ones. Yeah, they're cooked, of course. They're uh, they're they're not mint. And so you're saying that the, the the Steve Jobs is going to be exalted a la Christ. Yeah, and that this two hundred thousand investment will pay dividends because it'll be acquired by a museum or other private collection. Let's say it's twenty twenty two. Okay. And someone's like, "Oh, I found in uh, in my I was cleaning out my parents' mm. garage 
and I've, what do you know? I found Jesus Christ's shoes. Mm-hmm. How much would Jesus Christ's shoes cost in 2020? Well, first of all, it would be he, in the billions, right? Well, first of all, if he was wearing shoes, it would clearly be sandals. It was a different time. Let's say uh, his footwear. So it's Jesus's Nike slides. And and Jesus, so Jesus, Jesus is Hugo Boss shower slippers <laughs> that he got at TJ Maxx. So Jesus is Nike slides. Yeah, I mean, look, they it, would, it would be in the billions. But not I don't. Millions. I just think that maybe I I agree with you that Steve Jobs is an important person to nerds. I don't think he is going to have quite the same touch as Jesus Christ, just because there's not like a Bible element, you know, good to, the whole, to the whole well, thing. So I think we got to take the price down just a little bit. Well, brother, I'm holding right now an iPhone 14 Pro. This is this makes this is pissing on and shitting oh, on a Bible. I agree. The Bible sucks compared to an iPhone, no question. So I'm what I'm saying in 25 years with the exponential time growth, blah blah blah. The Bible will be nothing to anyone. Religion won't matter anymore, and Steve Jobs that will be Jesus. That is not true. Do not do that. Steve Jobs will not be the God because there's Jesus Christ. There's Allah. Every religion has. Sure, their, but he will be what? He will be. He will be the Courtney or the uh, the Courtney of of like if Chris Jenner is God. <laughs> okay. Kim. Kim is God. Okay. Kim is God. Courtney is Jesus. Chloe's Allah. No, Courtney's more of just one of the disciples. Damn, bro. No offense to Chloe. Okay. Well, but I, I think that you're, I so, think that. So I'm just saying $200,000. Yeah, look, I think that the investment is In 25 sound. years, that'll be worth two, a, a trillion dollars. No, it's, they won't. There will be an auction of those shoes in 20 years. In 25 years, $1 billion won't be that much money. I don't know what you think you know about kind of finances and stuff because that's not really your strong <laughs> point. Like, that's not really your thing. So maybe I would like to talk to an inflation expert about <laughs> about this stuff instead of you. Well, the inflation experts, you can go back in time and, and see and predict like, well, yeah. this is how much growth has happened here, but sort of the way that... You're going on gut. No, I'm not going on gut, but like there's science and data for like the exponential growth of like mm-hmm. computer processing is like a, a big example that yeah. people like to use of like, well, if this has... If, if from 1960 to 1980, we, we grew hear. this much... And then it just goes boom, boom. And then once we're we're in the zone now where it's taking straight up vertical leaps into mm. off the grid territory. And I think money will not be that crazy, but like the processing power and speed of, of money in general will be insane. You know, I think you're probably right. I also think that buying another man's used shoes <laughs> is just kind of not some shit I'm into and I'll find another way to make money. Okay. What if, Liam Gallagher's Sambas game worn on Wembley. Nah, and they're, they're and they're let's okay. If, if if I'm a billionaire and I'm spending 200 racks on Steve Jobs shoes, that's the equivalent of buying a Haley Bieber smoothie. No, but it's too simp. It's too simp to buy another man's shoes. So it's the shoes specifically. No, it's any. I'm not buying like I. You have some memorabilia from bands and and famous people that you like, probably. Yeah, but I don't. But the shoes. No, it's not even the shoes. It's it's like this is. Cl- I bought a lot of notable people's underwear and. Socks I know. And I know that like you're that. a big sock guy. No, I find it. To, I think it's more like I don't think that the the intentions weren't pure. This was purchased strictly to flip, and I don't like that. <laughs>
That's what I don't like about it. You hate a flipper? I hate flippers. <laughs> no offense, Tim, but like I just don't like I just don't so like So this is nothing more than a common streetwear flip. This is literally a grailed move and I'm not here for it. Like I think if you truly love someone and mm. something and you want a piece of ephemera or an artifact to remind you of them or to because it, it makes you feel good and you want to have that in your house, by all means. Okay, so I think that you appreciate a wise business investment but not when it comes to personal effects and ephemera is that where the draw the I, line I is think drawn? I think this feels it just feels I also I mean don't, of course buying a famous per, but like you know like somebody has Elton John's like sequin Dodger uniform that's yeah bro that's, in glass Elton, that's Elton John up. like that motherfucker did something Steve Jobs is like a nerd who made some phones like I don't care about that I use it I'm appreciative of him Elton John made some songs that are good Steve Jobs if I get to choose, one could argue Steve Jobs has accomplished more and will leave a greater. Oh, he's definitely. Oh, yeah, all that. But for my money, bro, I'm I'm buying Elton's jockstrap. You know what I mean? Before okay. I'm buying Steve Jobs Burks. I mean, it's odd for you to not put the money first, but I like that. Uh, I just don't find. I just can't fetishize businessmen versus artists. I think it's very strange. I know people consider Steve Jobs to be an artist. And I think he's a genius who revolutionized our modern society, no question. But like, I think uh, your signed copy of the CAA powerhouse book would lead me to believe <laughs> otherwise, Chris. But I'm not gonna like wrap my dick in Steve's Issy Miyake tank, <laughs> Issy Miyake turtleneck, and jerk off. Like I don't care that much. Look, you do it once, <laughs> you get it clean, and then you flip and them then, on ground. I just don't. These are the rules. I don't know. I just don't find it. I don't know. I just think it's like. Where do where do we draw the line? And also, there's a history of that with musicians, obviously with like music memorabilia and mm-hmm. like guitar, you know, the whole thing. If we start doing this, like it's like, oh, I have Elon Musk fingernail clippings. <laughs> I'm going <laughs> to no, put them on terrible. eBay. I guess that's not my point. My point is more like it's an interesting and exciting time that we live in right now, where we have the money, we have the technology, and we have the mm-hmm. resources and and the brain power that somebody is going to be like there's a good chance that Steve Jobs or any of these people are going to be a famous person or whatever. And we can like somebody probably owned, you know, if you believe in Jesus, which I don't, but if somebody believed in Jesus and they're like, there go Jesus Christ, he just died. They're going to put him on the cross. They took his shoes off and he, the, his rollies on the ground. <laughs> I'm going to low key snatch that real quick and hold Damn, it. Bro, I got Jesus chain. It's crazy. There's a, there was some point where somebody was in possession yeah, of Jesus Christ's had... personal items, but the technology wasn't there and the know-how and the whatever wasn't there to preserve them for centuries or millennia. But you realize how unimportant this is. Like well, this is not, this is not <laughs> art. What I'm saying is this isn't an artifact that like the reason someone would pay it's not now. That's why it's a good investment. Now. It's not ever. When people are like, when people <laughs> buy a guitar or like a game used helmet or ball, it's because it was like in vault, like this Stratocaster wrote this song. Right, this I was love. Mickey Mantle's yeah, 500th home Steve run Jobs ball. went to Blue Bottle and these fucking, <laughs> and these fucking flip flops to what get. If, what if these were the Birkenstocks that Steve Jobs died in trying to pick his last piece of fruit off of a tree? I guess maybe, but I price going up. I, <laughs> so, so you're saying there needs to be an action? Or I need a, to know that this motherfucker was in the lab, like putting, like with the tweezers, making the first iPod. Well, I those. was okay. Okay, I think I think also the fact that the 
the bird like anyone like he owned thousands of possessions but nobody cares about those it's like this was steve jobs last pair of toothpicks or his yeah whatever it is but the birkenstocks that somebody owns for years or decades it becomes a part of a body and also suck on this one in 25 years our dna capturing technology science and biology will be able to extract some steve jobs micro dna mm-hmm. 3.0912 from the from the grains of this birkenstock sole or whatever jurassic leather, park leather style. footbed the the footbed the cork whatever it is jurassic park style forever embalmed in his weird fruitarian cancer sweat they pull it out Elon is reproducing an army of Steve Jobses. I see. They begin this is a f- eating this, their young, and this we have is to f- put them down. But this is a future that I hopefully am dead for. Um, you won't be dead in twenty five. I might be. We will. We will be. <laughs> like I haven't done that much damage. I've done a lot of course correction, but I would like to die before someone is recreating Steve Jobs. <laughs> <laughs> it's a fun idea on paper. It's, I mean, I agree with you. I hopefully we never have to see any of this. It's a it's a fun idea but for that someone. Will, Steve Jobs's Birkenstocks will, of course, then become an NFT yeah. three point nine Q. Or so whatever. I was listening. I was listening on the way here to Gary V on Tim Dillon, mm-hmm. and Gary V was like, "I do believe that there are NFT artists that are going to be collected, like Pollock, like Basquiat, like Warhol, Beeple." He literally was, he was naming he named a handful of NFT artists that I have never heard of and uh-huh. claiming that these there's only a few there's only a few most of it's trash but there's a few that are going to be looked at like these these legends of our there's time. There's a few this one guy who made Steve Aoki look like a Pokemon <laughs> yes, where he uh, he yeah. drew it on his iPad. And then he was talking about his line of NFTs as well. So it felt promotional, but I just... Oh, that doesn't sound very Gary Vee I know, well. it was, it's crazy. It's, he it, thinks that the, the the NFTs that he sells himself are in the member... No, no, he member. doesn't. No he, no, he was just saying that his... He, he was saying that he believes that this is... NFTs and crypto and Web3 is the same thing as like when the internet came. Mm-hmm. And there were, you know, there were deniers, and people weren't ready for it, and you know, yeah. whatever. And I, I don't would, disagree with all of that. What? I don't disagree with all of I that. I don't disagree. There's with still all. a chance that it could, it, it could be. I don't a big disagree thing. with all of it either. But I mean, bro, a year ago, that's all anybody could talk about, like it was going to save the world, and now these guys are fucking, you know, living in their van because <laughs> they went all in. It's on still too s- early to tell on some fake shit they saw on a wallet on an app. <laughs> Oh, I saw. I mean, I'm look. I'm sure it's going to be fine. Like it's all G, but like that's why all this stuff is so fun to watch because truly nobody knows. I mean, I guess. All right, somebody, somebody was like, "Damn, bro, I invented AskJeeves.com. I invented Bing.com. It's about to shit on like that's at one point Bing.com was a better product than Google.com. Yeah. I remember that. Well, yeah, now now I, Google's the biggest company in the fucking world. I bet Bing guy walked off with a nice little check. It could have been a bigger check. Well, it always could be a bigger check. <laughs> How long gone? Uh, no, um, we are uh, we're back with more podcasts this week. Don't worry, we would never take Thanksgiving off because it's a fake holiday uh, built in the backs of uh, the Native American community. My people, and. Um, but we do want to we want to say I think we've said on the pod before, but just December fifteenth in Seattle at Madame Lou's, uh, we are being joined by a friend of the show, comedian Andy Haynes. 
That's who, a mid-ticket alert. We mid- have a medium amount of tickets sold. It will sell out, of course. It will sell out, of course. Andy is from Seattle, so we're going to give him a nice, healthy guest list if he does give me cash. Mm-hmm. Um, and we'll we'll figure it out. We'll get the room packed no matter the fuck what. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, look, that's it. I'm exhausted. It's been a long week of socializing. Thank you guys for listening to this to this podcast. Um, no one gonna, is going to give you this kind of on-the-ground party reporting like DJ Dim Jeans and uh, your friend Chris Black. Thank you guys. You love me.